Okay, so that's a uh, that's the next question. Uh, you want to repeat the question for the for the cameras, or uh, uh, I'll no, repeat no, no, it. No, I don't want to be on the spot. Yeah, so I'll repeat the question. Um, Adam, Adam and Eve. Okay, they had a shot to try to complete mankind. You know, so we, they they had an opportunity. They messed up. They didn't have Torah. So you you want to say that um, that Torah should have been given to Adam, which is something that a lot of people don't notice. Don't notice that that Adam uh, didn't have Torah and uh, was expected to be successful in his challenge without Torah. So this is, how, how do we understand that? Um, so let's just give the, the background. The background is that had Adam uh, and Eve been successful in their challenge, whatever it was, I don't want to talk about what their challenge was uh, precisely, but had they um, been successful in their challenge, the world would have come to completion, and uh, there would be no need for any, any, any more uh, humans. Adam is, we look at Adam as the uh, am- amalgamation of all humanity, right? We look at it, right? We're all pieces, little pieces of Adam. Um, the combined intellect of all humanity since, well, that's, that's the idea of Adam uh, in, in Jewish philosophy. And had he been successful in this challenge, he would not have, he would not have, uh, we would not have just, or we, would, we still would have just, just as, a, as part of, of, of Adam. Yeah? And the world would have come to its completion. He failed, and now, um, in philosophy, we say, okay, Adam failed, we're going to have to bring the world to completion in a totally different way. We can't have all of humanity bring the world to its completion. Instead, we're going to have a small group of humanity, i.e. the Jews, and turned it, up, it turned out to be the Jews, they will be the ones to bring the world to completion with the aid of the Torah. Now, your question specifically was, was how, come he, how come he did not have the Torah to help him, and we have the Torah to help us? So that's a good question. In fact, it's a great question, because it even enables us to answer more questions about, about that episode and about our existence. Um, evil, right? Jews believe, or we all believe, that there's the idea of evil or the evil inclination. In the Adam story, the, uh, the evil was represented by the snake, the serpent. That's the evil. Now, is the snake something internal or external to Adam? External, right? Very good. Uh, external. And the snake is trying to influence him to do bad. And what's trying to influence him to do good? It was all internal. Adam had a much lower challenge, lesser challenge, than we have. Why? Because the evil is external to him. It's much less of an influence on him. Hence, Adam didn't need Torah to be successful in his challenge. It's a much lower level challenge. Now, if you ask, the, if, you, if you really want to delve into the subject, you'll find that the great philosophers, Jewish philosophers, that talk about the Adam and Eve story, they always uh, portray Adam as making a conscious decision. A conscious decision means he, made, he, made a, he, he calculated his decision and, he, and that's why he chose to do what he did. He wanted us, i.e. us and all humanity, to have a much deeper, heavier, more stringent uh, free will choice. He wanted the evil to become part of us and to be an internal struggle, a much deeper struggle, much more difficult struggle, much more profound struggle. Hence, he said, I don't want this. I want, i.e. humanity, to have a much more internal struggle. Post-Adam, we know that the evil, the, the Yetzirah, something, something that, that, that embodies us, something, something from within. It's a much deeper challenge. Our challenge is a much deeper challenge. Adam wanted that. 
But if you're going to have a much deeper challenge, in order for it to be balanced, you have to have more assets, more, more firepower to be successful. Correct? means Adam had a fear and balance. If it's not fear and balance, it's not, it's not, a, it's not, it's not, there's no free will. So Adam, he didn't need Torah because the evil was, with, was external to him. He didn't have it, it was a much lower level free will. Adam says, you know what? I want to have a higher level free will choice, a more difficult choice. I want the evil to come from within and then the only way for me to be successful is if I have an additional power or additional um, firepower, if you will, of the Torah. Now we know that the Torah is our tool against our evil inclination. It means because the evil inclination is from within, because our, our free will choices are much more profound, we have the Torah to assist us. And if you look in the Talmud, it's highly, highly, highly suggest. If you only look at one of the sources that I quoted so far, I, you'd look at this one in Kiddushin 30b that describes the Torah as being an antidote, um, a, an antibiotics um, for for the Yetzirah, for the for the evil inclination. Was it not the serpent convincing Eve, not Adam, to do evil? And then Adam, as a good man, listened to the woman to keep her happy. <laughs> but but Adam Adam as the good man also made, he made a mistake. Well, yeah, remember this is a, this a, it's a very sim- given, simplistic. If we just try to read, it, you're right. From from the sources, you're you're correct. Yeah. Uh, for the sources, it says that Adam listened to his wife, and he's pu- published. Uh, he's punished as he listened to his, his wife, uh, but it's it, it, not a good thing. For sure. <laughs> well, it, we look at it like he made a mistake, but he made a calculated decision. I didn't say he made the right decision. I said yeah, he made a calculated decision. But the evil serpent convinced Eve. Yeah, not Adam. Yeah, so but Adam I agree. I say. I say you're right. Eve brought it internally. Well, you're right. Uh, Adam and Eve. If you look at the sources, is really one thing. Right, it's Zachar and Rekeva so it's really one thing. It's one entity. Uh, they're only separated afterwards. We look at Adam and Eve as, as one thing. They both me- they both messed up. Uh, maybe they're two parts of one thing, but they're one they're one entity. And uh, from a textual uh, perspective, you're absolutely correct. But um, from a philosophical perspective, it was much deeper. There's a lot of stuff going on there. So yeah, you are correct. But uh, but I think the point still stands that Adam or Adam and Eve <coughs> made a calculated decision, and that hence. Uh, uh, humanity post Adam and Eve, we have the evil within. As opposed to Adam, he was he was he was free and, and clean of um, of of evil from within, and it was only external. So, but your point that you brought up, he didn't have Torah is a point that a lot of people miss. And you know why he didn't have Torah? He didn't need Torah. It was fair and balanced without Torah. Us, we have the evil from within. We have only one weapon we can use, and that's Torah. Okay, I have a question. Wait, is this on the same point? Um, sort of. Sort of. Kind of, okay. sort of. So what if it's on a different yeah. point? Well, we ask anything, right? okay. <laughs> okay, Rabbi Arya has said to us more than once oh, gosh. that this um, cannot possibly end up in a world. That the Torah was offered to other nations before it was offered to the Jews. Yes. How do we know that? Um, I don't know. Why don't you ask him? Well, well, I don't that. know. Don't blame, <laughs> don't blame me for what he said. You know, you know you're, you're the next one up here. I mean, he, he tells us this, so you know, what do you say? Well, about he's it? sitting right over here. The well, he's letting you talk. Yeah, oh. you can talk. You're doing a good yeah, job. Yeah, you're letting um, him talk. That's why yeah, I'm look, asking you. They've heard it from me for, yeah, for three but, and a half years. But we they never really got into it. I mean, we, you know, you've mentioned it to us more than once in class. Where, where does it say that, that the Torah was offered 
um, to the other nations. How do we how do we know that? Yeah. I think it must be. I, I've heard it also. Um, I don't think I remember, or maybe I don't even know. Maybe I've never seen where it's sourced. Um, I'm I'm willing to willing to venture that it is sourced. Um, do you know where it's sourced? It's probably a midrash somewhere. It's, it's a midrash. I'm trying um, to remember where it was. No, is it in the beginning of Avodazara? Avod it might who, be the beginning of, of Avodazara. Well, who, who didn't want it? Who didn't it? Everyone, everyone viewed it as, 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 as lots and lots of restrictions and regulations and laws and all these things prohibiting what they want to do. Hey, you mean I can't steal? Hey, you mean I can't murder? Hey, you mean I can't commit adultery? Hey, you mean I have to do this? I have to do that? So yeah, they reject they rejected it. So, um, but they, it is it is certainly sourced. I'm sure. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure it's sourced. But I, I I'm I'm really liking the questions. This is good. Do we have any more questions? Yeah. Okay, wait. Is this uh, a new question? Going back to back to Adam that point. Eve. Adam and Eve. Okay. Can we conclude that man should not listen to his wife? <laughs> uh, can we conclude that man should listen to his wife? Holy actually, you want to stay married. <laughs> actually, what I will tell you. Is, you want to be happy. Is that the, the Talmud, <laughs> the Talmud in Bab Metziah, uh, 59a, the Talmud, uh, the Talmud does uh, give a list of times where one specifically should listen to his wife. Uh, the Torah says, uh, uh, the Talmud says that um, Abraham and Sarah had a disagreement, and, Ab- and, Ab- and 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 God tells Abraham, "Listen to your wife, because she has a higher level of prophecy than you." So I don't think we can conclude in a blanket statement that we shouldn't listen to your wife. But if um, you know if your if your wife is is wrong in a certain situation, you have to find a way to navigate the. Is this a practical or is this? I just uh, oh. listening to yeah, Noah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, uh, there there there's another story um, um, in the Korach episode, right? Korach was in was a. You know he's a bad fellow in in, in the story. He, he he tried to uh, rile the Jewish people up against Moses, and um, he had collaborators. One of them by the name of Om Ben Pelas, Om the son of Pelas, and Om Pelas initially was part of Korach's group, and then his wife convinced him this is not a good idea to go against Moses, and she saved him from the horrible fate that befell all the people, all the supporters of Korach. So there's lots of examples of when listening to your wife can be the right thing to do. And I would say most times women have what's called bina yisera or higher intuition. Women have like a higher intuition. They're able to see things that men don't see. Um, so many, many, many times it's good to listen. I, I certainly will not say that, that we could say in a blanket statement that we shouldn't listen to our wives. Why do you, yeah, I'm listening. Completely off the 